Hello and welcome to the Big Magic Equals Big Energy podcast. Excuse me while I just check that the mic is in place. So welcome if you're new here. My name is Rhiannon. I am a mystic, an astrologer, and an empath empowerment coach. And I named this podcast Big Magic Equals Big Energy because I am devoted to living a life of big magic via manifesting big energy. So in this podcast, I share the tools I use to manage my big energy. I share all things sobriety related, astrology, empathic empowerment, manifesting, and intuition development. So if that sounds like your jam, let's dive in. So this week, I'm going to be sharing the tools that I really lead into in order to manifest the authentic energy within me to move through challenging times. So recently, I've been sharing a lot about the fact that I am sober from alcohol. Um, It's been a little bit over three years now, and I felt really called and invited to speak more about that. So I'm going to be weaving in a little bit of my sobriety things inside of this podcast and the tools that I'm about to share, but this is definitely not only for people walking the path of sobriety. This is also just for anybody who is moving through challenges or just looking to face the coming year with the authentic resilience that is natural to each one of us. We are born with an ability to move through challenges, thrive, and rise into our authentic selves exactly the way that we are. So let's dive into the tool or the tools that I use to do that. So today I'm going to be sharing astrology tools. I have been loving astrology lately. I recently did a talk for Uniqlo Philippines. It was amazing and it was just such a testament to, uh, I'm a projector in human design for those of you who love astrology and I've really been leaning into kind of the authentic blueprint of a projector and so if, if you don't know, human design is like its own little thing, but um, as a projector, we are often kind of waiting to be invited. And if we stay in our authentic energy, we get invitations. And I've really felt the shift in that as I've leaned into all the subtleties of um, my human design. So a little bit of a tangent there because today we're talking astrology, but just it was just such a testament to that event to how um, how authentically seen we can really feel when we lean into our authentic blueprint, the way that our energy is designed to show up in the world. That's why we use tools like the tarot or astrology or human design or all of these ways to that have like a spiritual background to what our soul came here to show up as. So having said all of that, I wanted to share the three astrological placements, or if you have access to your natal chart, you'll easily be able to find these. Um, If you don't yet have access to your natal chart, I offer one-on-one readings. I would love to meet with you one-on-one, and we can dive into so much more than just the three that I'll be mentioning today. But you could also use, there's many, many apps available to look up your natal chart. You will need to know your birth time and the location. So you'll need to know the exact time of your date because that's very important to one of the placements I'll be sharing today. I love to use astro.com. It's pretty somewhat self-explanatory to use and you just input your name, your date of birth and your location and you can pull up a lot of the information that I'll be sharing today. But um, if you do get a little bit lost, I would love to invite you to a one-on-one session with me. I am really 
diving into the one-on-ones with astrology this year, and it's bringing me a lot of joy. I can really feel people lighting up, learning more about what is authentically their soul's way to express in the world, to move through challenges, to receive, to lean into abundance? Where are we more naturally gifted? There are so many things that astrology can share for you. So if you'd like to lean into that, you can check out the links below and there will be a link to a one-on-one reading with me. Otherwise, I invite you to check out astro.com or um, there are so many other apps that you can look up these placements for you. So The first thing that I'm going to be sharing, I'm like looking at my notes and I'm like, which one is calling to me more? Um, By the way, if you're listening to this as a podcast, I started creating them as videos. So if you want to get to know the face behind the voice, excuse me, throat chakra coming up. Uh, If you want to get to know the face behind the voice, then there is a video version of this on YouTube. We are YouTubing it this year. So if you want to check that out, there is a link in the show notes if you'd like to access the video version. So today I'm going to go first with your rising. Okay. So I've got three placements that I've really been leaning into lately. They are just, they're like, they're like guidance tools. They are ways that I can invite my energy. I can call my higher self forward when I feel like I'm being particularly challenged by life. So the first one is your rising. In order to know your rising or your ascendant, you must know the time of your birth because I believe your rising sign shifts Um, every hour. So it's pretty specific to the time of your birth. It may be every two hours, not 100% on that, but you'll definitely need to know your rising time. So your rising sign is, in my opinion, this is what I've really learned about it. It is the way that the world most easily receives your energy. It's if you can think of it as like, a funnel that the pe- that people, when you channel your energy in this way, people will naturally gravitate towards you and understand you and be like, oh, that's what she's about. And they will easily receive your energy and the way that you are meant to show up in the world in terms of like bigger service. So there's little nuances behind different signs. There's another placement that I would argue is more of your authentic way to be seen, like with deeper one-on-one relationships. But your rising sign is something that you can call in when you're feeling like you've got to show up, you've got to go to some event or you've got to go to work and you've got to just give it your kind of shiniest self. Your rising sign is what you can slip into. I often tell clients, I love saying this. It's, I feel like it's so, it really resonates with me. Um, your rising sign is like your superhero cloak. It's like when you've got to, you got to get the job done. You put your superhero cloak on and you go out there and you, with that cloak on, right, with the kind of framework of your rising sign, give this a go. If you can find your rising sign, give it a whirl and see how you can show up for the world. It's definitely helped me. I have a rising in Sagittarius, which um, I'll share this. Okay. Sometimes we learn about our astrology and we might find, Ooh, you know, a sign that's like, oh, hmm, my rising is in cancer. I don't know if I like the sign of cancer. I was the same with Sagittarius. I would really have wanted when I was first learning about astrology, I was like, oh, a rising sign in Leo, like the natural leader or a rising sign in Capricorn, the natural disciplined worker legacy focused one. I was Sagittarius. Sagittarius, what I knew at that time was it was like the cowboy of the Zodiac, a little bit of a daredevil, loved to kind of take chances and risks and was a little bit like um, just a very fun energy, but I really invite you to understand that every single zodiac sign has a beautiful purpose, and if it is your placement, there is something very beautiful that you will resonate about that sign 
as you learn more about it and integrate that sign for you. So just to give deeper example, for me, I have now come to love my rising sign in Sagittarius. It's something that I embrace. And when I'm feeling challenged or I'm feeling like I'm having a bit of a rough day, but I have a client, let's say, and I really desire to show up in absolute service to that client, but I'm not feeling totally, you know, in my highest vibey self, I slip on my Sag rising like a, like a superhero cloak. And to me, that means someone who's fun, someone who's authentic, someone who has permission to slip up a little bit and say, oops, I don't know, goof off a little bit. And it doesn't throw people off. That's the thing, right? So if somebody had maybe like a Virgo rising, maybe that wouldn't feel so authentic for them. But for me, it's become a lot more authentic and aligned for me to express myself in a Sagittarius way. I throw in some swear words sometimes. I cannot help but throw in a joke because I just laugh about myself a lot. I talk about some intense things. I'm a Scorpio. I got to laugh about it. I have a Scorpio and a moon and Mars and Aries. Like everything is 10,000%. Thank God I have a Sag rising. These are the things that I share just to give you an example of how we can, as you come to play with your astrology more, you will really start to see for yourself and your Every chart is so unique. Like it, that's why I find it so challenging to give like a general, you know, every Virgo is like this because there's 12 different zodiacs. There's 12 different houses. There's so many things going on in a chart that are so beautifully unique to you. And the more that you come to investigate and learn about it, the more you'll make it your own. And I really believe that it will call forth a part of you that is, you know, more and more the world is aligning with authentic leaders. And this is a phenomenal tool to do that. Um, I really leaned into my rising when I was moving through, um, you know, choosing to be sober. The first year and a half, I wasn't very comfortable going out in social groups. I hadn't really done a lot of that. I, I've been drinking since I was 14, especially in social situations. So going to networking events or even just birthdays with new people, I felt uncomfortable. And I would immediately, as I learned more about astrology, I was like, well, slip into your rising sign. How can I invite some Sag energy in here? And I would even like dress up a little bit more Sag or what Sagittarius meant for me. Um... So I won't go too much into each one of the signs because I want this to be of service to everybody listening. But really, if you let's say you're interested in this one thing, your rising sign, right? Check out its placement. Let's say you have a rising in Gemini. Good old Google. If you're, you know, otherwise get a one-on-one -on -one reading, but good old Google, look up, okay, how what's Gemini like? What's that vibe like? What are the colors that kind of Gemini vibes with? There's a wealth of information out there. Maybe check out a couple of different sources and then make it your own and see like, okay, how do I kind of like the Gemini style and play with it. But this is a tool that I really do lean into a lot, especially as I call in more expansion of my influence. I am really calling in a leveling up of showing up consistently in my highest self. And let's be very real. Also walking the path of sobriety, there are some days, some weeks where I'm like, I really don't feel like getting, you know, even just getting in front of the computer and leading somebody's energy for an hour. But I'm here, right? I'm committed. I'm doing this thing. So what are the tools that I can do to step into that? I've got a pl plethora of other ones, right? Nervous system help, um, deep subconscious healing. But in a snap of a moment, just slip on your rising side. It's kind of like a like a superhero cloak. It's a temporary fix, yes, but it's a really great one to learn about and slip on when you're in kind of a in a jam or you're um, just needing to quickly step into your energy. 
So that's the first placement that I wanted to share. I love that. I love leaning into my rising sign. I lean into it when I show up on social media as well, if that's a help. You know, I know a lot of there, there are like different content creators out there who listen to this. And there are days where it's like, hmm, I want to share. I want to show up. I want to show that I'm doing cool things, but I don't feel like it. Lean into your rising. Think about, okay, what's a, what's a way that my rising sign would show up? And just lean into that energy and play with it. It's one that I really use a lot. Okay, I got so excited. I talked too fast. (laughs) Deep breath. All right. So we've got two other placements that I wanted to share that I really lean into to support me during challenging times. So the next one that I wanted to share, this is a big one if you resonate with um, feminine energy, divine feminine energy, but honestly, masculine, feminine, whichever one you relate to more. This is Venus. So have I mentioned that this is your Venus sign? You want to lean into your Venus sign and learn about your Venus placement. Venus is the energy of receptivity. It is the way that we are designed to receive in the world. And let me break that down because it actually means a lot more than it might sound. That means love, money, relaxation, replenishment, receiving ideas for work, for expansion, for new investment ideas. Like Venus calls in a lot, right? It sounds, it can sound very simple because, oh, it's Venus. It's the way that we receive. It's the, it's the placement where we can really take in and find how we how we look at beauty, right? If you think about Venus, it's the Venusian energy. It's where we rest, we replenish, get centered, and it's how we perceive beauty in the world. But it is very much the planet that as we learn more about it and lean into it, it is the way that we are designed to be in the receiving state in the world. So if you think about things like manifesting and the energetics of manifesting, let's say you, you know, you're becoming more aware and you're like, okay, I go, go, go. I do all these things. I'm always working, blah, blah. You know, I, you know, some people resonate with that. Some people don't, but I know of many people who are like, I do all these things. I'm always going for it. And you know, the money's just not flowing or, I just can't rest. I just can't like recharge. My brain is always go, go, go. Lean into your Venus placement. Okay. Look it up. Look at the, look at where it's placed. Um, Venus in Libra, Venus in Virgo, Venus in Gemini. There's 12 different placements here. So again, astrology is one of those tools that really requires you to take a bit of a driver's seat. As always, you can get one-on-one readings, but at some point it is a driver's seat and there's many iterations of you know, each sign, where is it placed? So it is really something for you. I call you forth to choose empowerment in studying this this material and learn about your Venus placement and learn about the sign it's placed in. And if you're a little bit more advanced in astrology, learn about the house it's placed in. And you can more consciously cultivate this energy to, and you know, what I love about astrology is it's not you know, always make sure that it feels right for you and it's authentic to you, but it's not faking it really. Like you're not taking somebody's strategy and making it your own. You're leaning into, it might feel unfamiliar. I know a lot of people, there's like Venus and Leo and they're like, I don't feel very Leo. Like, I don't, I don't know if I resonate with that, with that. Play with it, lean into it, consciously cultivate it and see how it feels for you. Venus is an incredible way to heal and nourish when we are going through challenging states. Um, I have a Venus in Libra, and I lean into that when I am desiring to be replenished. Another example that's a little bit me-focused, but hey, it's just me on this podcast, so I got to share my stuff. So Venus in Libra, one of the things that can show up with that is Libra loves to chat. Libra's a little bit flirty. Like, Libra loves the kind of, like, uh, a little bit kind of a sensual chit-chat. It's, it's got a lot of, like, air energy, 
And I was like, I do not like to chit chat when I want to replenish. I want to lie down with maybe a weighted blanket over me and like, you know, those weighted eye masks. I don't want to chit chat to anybody, but I gave it a go. I was like, all right, well, let's give this a try. Venus and Libra, let's do a little chit chat. And I have to say, I have, and I, when I say flirty, it doesn't necessarily like, um, I'm really diving into the sign of a Libra right now. It doesn't necessarily mean like romantically flirty. I just like the banter. I love to compliment people. I One of the most replenishing things that I love to do, I find it very Venus and Libra, is like when I go and buy my coffee, I'll have like a little banter and compliment the person who's serving me coffee and be like, oh my gosh, I love your shirt. And we'll just have this little banter and it's fun. It's replenishing. It feels so good to me. And that may not be the same for you because you might have a Venus in Leo or something else. So I consciously learn about the sign of Libra. I learn about Venus and how it automatically shifts us into that naturally receptive. We could call it like traditionally like the feminine energy, right? Let's release gender with that. But the feminine energy of the receiving, the allowing. And I consciously cultivate Libran qualities in when I'm in that state of like, okay, time for me to replenish, time for me to recharge and ground and soothe. And I lean into my Venus sign. So check out where your Venus is placed and play with the idea of using it as a tool when you are requiring rest and relaxation or maybe requiring a little bit of balance in terms of how much action you take versus how much you receive, right? When it comes to manifesting, there is that balance of action, go, got to do the stuff, right? We're not just staying home and visualizing. We got, we're doing the stuff, we're taking the action, and we're learning to receive. So Venus, your Venus placement, there is a wealth of things uh, related to your Venus placement. I really believe it's a very powerful placement, but I feel like that's a nice little intro into that sign or that placement for today. And again, if you'd like to explore this in a very specific way to your chart, there's all, you know, there's all kinds of things like what is Venus conjunct with. But keeping this simple, let's keep it to looking up your Venus uh, placement and then again, booking a one on one if you'd really uh, like to explore how this shows up for you. I really um, desire to express how important and how powerful it is to lean into your astrological blueprint, your soul blueprint, when you are leaning through challenging times, because this is how you move through a challenge authentically and receive the gifts of them, right? There's a difference between moving through a challenge and just white knuckling it and just, and I believe me, 12 years trying to get sober, right? I, I have experience with that. Like I was constantly challenged and constantly just like, okay, I'm just going to get through it. When will it end? When will it end? Versus being like, okay, sinking into this challenging time, how can I learn the lessons from this? How can I shift and change my energy because this is happening for a reason? It's not just happening randomly. Like there, And it might feel like it's random at the time, but I know that there's a greater purpose for me to be doing this. So lean into your Venus energy. And then the third placement that I really lean into, because I have definitely been a little bit more in the Venusian energy, especially last year, I did um, a coaching certification that was very much related to the divine feminine. Um, and I was just really looking to heal kind of the, the, the feminine side of me, um, the side of me that was willing to explore more receptivity, more healing, more being with myself. But right now, I've really been looking at my Mars placement. It's a huge tool. Again, each one of these three, when I, I feel like they're all huge, so I'm going to say it for each one. 
Your Mars placement is how you go out into the world and take action. It's how you seize day. Why? I don't even know if you heard me what I said. It's how you seize the effing day. It's how you get out there. It's how you get confident. It's how you get like, yeah, I got this. Let's go. I'm going to do it. Like charge. And sometimes challenges require that or up-leveling requires that where it's like, all right, whoo, I'm not sure if I can do this, but there's a part of you that is naturally able to step up and have that almost like that confidence game on and be like, let's go. Okay. I got a way to do this. Your Mars placement will direct you to that energy. So uh, Mars in Aries, Mars in Leo, Mars in Gemini, Mars in Libra. Okay, there's all kinds of manifestations of this Mars energy. Mars is also a really good way to heal the way that we take action, right? Because Mars is the planet of war. It's a warlike energy. So it's also a place where we can learn about how to, in a more balanced way, explore that we, the way that we confront challenges, the way that we can have a balanced way of approaching them. So a specific example of this, again, talking about my placements, but I have a Mars in Aries. That means that in its, in its unbalanced state, if I'm not consciously calling in my Mars placement and really working on it, I can get really freaking reactive. I can get so angry so fast, it shocks me. And I'm like, I have been meditating consistently. Why did I lose my temper when I was driving the other day? I don't get it. But that's my Mars and Aries, right? I've got this manifestation of I have a lot of freaking energy and I'm learning to manifest it in ways that are managed. So Mars placement is so powerful and all of these tools, looking at them in balanced ways. So I was like, okay, what's a beautiful expression of Mars in Aries? And you will do this for your placement of Mars. So what is a beautiful expression of Mars in Virgo? And you'll probably have to do a little bit of deep diving or reading some books about astrology and just learning about that sign and what is the healed and unhealed expressions of it. So healed Mars in Aries, I was like, and I actually had two astrologers tell me this before I really dove into doing astrology for myself. And they were like, you are a very competitive person. I think going into competitive sports would be great for you. And I was like, I do not like competitive sports. And I wouldn't call myself very competitive. I wasn't particularly, I didn't think of myself as very ambitious. In fact, I was the opposite. I thought I was the opposite of it back then. But as, again, as I leaned into it, played with it, explored it, I walked into my first Muay Thai like fight class and I was like, whoa, there's a side of me that wants to come out and party or come out and just express. And I kept playing with that, kept toying with it, kept inviting it in. And now I feel like I've really come to a different relationship with my Mars energy. And when I'm feeling, this is really powerful, this part. Okay, when you're feeling challenged, when you're coming up against something where it's just bumping up against that thing over and over again, and it's like, how do I shift this? I went through a period of this last year where I was literally just looping, like for six weeks, just looping and not taking the action because I was like, no, no, that's that's a bit scary. Nope. I'm just going to sit on my couch tonight. I'm not going to do that bit scary. And it was looping and it was frustrating me because it had been six weeks. And I was like, look, when am I going to move out of the state of kind of like inertia? And then I got that ping of like, Hey, Mars, you have Mars and Aries lean into your Mars energy, call forth your Mars energy, cultivate it. And I was like, all right, how can I do that? And I did, you know, I've studied astrology and I still had to go like, hmm, nah, I can't think of it. I looked up more about Aries. I looked up different ways it expresses itself. And I was like, all right, I'm just going to go out. Like I, 
I was like, I'm going to go drive my car somewhere. That I love that stuff. I like driving fast. That's the Mars and Aries placement. Again, I would not have thought that that was me, but I just like that stuff gets me going. It gets me in that energy of like, you know what? I got this. I'm going to take this on. No one can stop me. That kind of Mars energy, direct, simple. I got this. No complications. And we can call that energy forth by leaning into this placement uh, for your own astrological blueprint. So for different expressions of Mars, it might be going out and talking, maybe giving a talk. Um, If you have Mars in Gemini, maybe you just got to go out and hit record and start your podcast. Even if you're feeling like, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know what to say. Hit record and start talking. Um, Mars in Cancer, there might be different ways that you can express showing love. Maybe you'll go volunteer for something and that gives you this push of like, you know what, I've got this. It's this feeling of resonance with Mars energy, which is almost like a cockiness, like a good cockiness, a bit of like, I got this. You know, if you can imagine like standing with your hands on your hips and just being like, like looking at something and it might feel like a huge mountain ahead and being like, I got this. I've got what it takes. It's simple. I'm going to do this step by step. That is Mars energy. So I use that especially when I'm feeling a lot of inertia, a lot of like, oh, I'd rather sit on the couch. I lean into my Mars energy. So those are the three placements that I lean into the most when I am moving through challenging times or calling forth my highest self. I really consciously cultivate those three energies and I play with them and I integrate them more and more as I work with astrology. And I invite you to do this as well. I invite you to look up your own planetary placements with this. I've found so much success with this. And if you'd like to learn more about this, I invite you to do a one-on-one reading with me. I love doing one-on-ones with you. Otherwise, hop on my mailing list. I send out weekly emails with all kinds of intuitively inclined subjects and different ways that you can work with me around empathic empowerment, around astrology, and um all kinds of ways to connect with me. So make sure you look through that. All the links are below. And if if you want to find me on Instagram as well, by the way, I would love to chat with you there at Rianne and Hallie. Otherwise, that's it for today. I will be seeing you in next week's podcast. If you loved this podcast, please do leave a review. I pick out a monthly winner for reviews. If you leave a comment on YouTube or leave me a review on Spotify or iTunes, I pick out a monthly winner for a free reading every single month. So please do leave a review for me. I would love that and appreciate it and share this with your friends who would resonate. Otherwise, I will see you in the next episode. So much love.